Welcome back to another episode of She's Busy AF. It's your host, Lauren Loretto, and I'm here to talk to you about emails and email strategies and all of things email. I love email. You probably already know that if you listen to this podcast. Email's not dead. You probably have also heard me say that a million times. But when it comes to email marketing, whether you're B2B, B2C, it's 100% still relevant. I am like laughing at future me who's probably like, Lauren, email's not a thing anymore. But I don't know. I really don't know. Like unless there's a revolutionized way of how businesses can communicate, I really don't see email leaving the picture for a very long time. And it's something that a lot of our clients really lean into and have a lot of success with in terms of nurturing um, their audience and then also converting their audience into paying clients. So I we did, a, we did a survey recently for the podcast. I put it out and I said, all right, guys, what do you guys want to hear about? Because I live in this little echo chamber of what I'm doing with clients. And, and this is just like a great marketing tip in general. But like you always need to ask your audience like what's going on in their lives because they aren't clients of yours. So you're not in the day to day of your audience unless they're unless they're clients of yours. Like that's just the reality. And so I have to survey you guys and I have to ask these questions so I can help you. And so one of the big goals that I heard was growing growing your email list. And so I would assume if you're listening to this episode, you understand the importance of email or you really want to understand the importance of email. And you know that nurturing your audience in the middle of funnel is where it's at. <laughs> so we're going to talk about a couple reasons today, a couple reasons, a couple ways to grow your email list, realistic and efficient ways. There are like 500 ways to grow your email list. I'm going to narrow down because we don't have a lot of time. We may not have a lot of money <laughs> or resources to like really go ham on our email list. So what are some realistic and efficient ways for business owners to grow their email list and businesses to grow their email list. So I have five. We're going to talk about them. Let's go. All right. So number one is gated or branded content. Gated just means it's behind a wall. And that wall is typically something like put in your phone number, your email, your email and your name, your phone number, your name, whatever it is that you're going to use to like market to your clients. We're talking about emails. So what am I getting at? It's always going to be the email. But that braided, that braided, <laughs> well, that is the new term now. It's braided content, branded slash gated. That gated content is something that's, well, first and foremost, it's my personal favorite form of like a way to get people on your email list because it tells someone they're a little more invested than maybe someone looking to download an opt-in. If someone is giving you their email for something like, and here's the example of the content, I probably should have said this first, but what I'm talking about here is like a services guide or a case study deck. Those are like the two in the, in the service, like B2B world, two things that are really great for gated or branded content. And because it's for your audience who's a little more invested and just like they're ready to make a decision. And so these essentially become leads. And this is where I really love to nurture people the most is with follow-up sequences based on their downloads of a services guide or a case study deck. But that's neither here nor there. It's just one of my favorite ways to get people on your email list. And so I do think, and I'm going to actually talk about this in the next episode it's going to be a little bit more of a deep dive on engaging and converting your email list. So like make sure you come back to that. But for gated content with a services guide or a case study deck, it's a really great way to know who's looking. 
and who's interested and like actually have a name. It's so funny. And anyone ever downloads a services guide or case study deck, they actually, if you ever do this on our site, you get added to our leads list within our lead tracker. And then I'm, I'm stalking you. Like I'm going and I'm going to follow you on LinkedIn. We're going to follow you on Instagram. We're going to engage with your content because we know you're looking and you're interested one way or another. All right. So that's number one. Number two are unique and valuable lead magnets. So when I was talking about gated content, you're probably like, isn't that an opt-in? Isn't that a lead magnet? No, this is different. So a lot of people think that valuable lead magnets are dead. They're not dead. Lead magnets can be absolutely amazing. And lead magnets in the sense I'm talking about are unique and valuable ideas that you and your business have. So it's not like, social media checklist like you could go online and pin onto pinterest right now and find a million different checklists for what you need to optimize your instagram this is something and it should be something entirely different it should be something that your audience can't go find easily on the internet and my best piece of advice for this is to break out a part of what you do for your clients and either make that a process or a template for your audience to use like it is part of your unique recipe for how you help your clients And the reason why, and you're probably like, why would I give that away for free? It's how they get a taste of you. If they see like, wow, I can't find this on the internet and this was extremely valuable and you're nurturing them with a nurture sequence. Again, we'll talk about that a little bit more in episode 93 next episode. But this is how they get a taste of you. And this is how you build trust. It's a, it has to be a very unique and valuable lead magnet. So this one is maybe not necessarily like an easy thing to come up with because you know, I'm seven or eight years into my business now and I'm just now able to say like, here are some really dope lead magnets we could create like this far in. I'm not saying it has to take that long, but you really need to be like firm on your services and the processes and the way like your unique formula for your business in order to do this. So, you know, that's my advice. (laughs) Um, But lead magnets can be highly valuable. And then again, in the next episode, we're going to talk about like, now how do you like how do you nurture them once once they download it but to get them there to download it you want to sprinkle it like confetti if you're on a podcast that needs to be the thing you talk about you need to share it on social media put it in your email footer like honestly like your email signature when you're sending emails hey like here's my signature here's my phone number whatever download my freebie or download xyz or blah 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 blah. throw it around like confetti put it everywhere your website and if it's good, unique, and valuable, and cater to your audience, like, that is how you will definitely get people on your email list. Okay, the next way is exclusive content. So, think about deep dives you wouldn't really take advantage of in your podcast or blog or social media. Think of, like, a peek behind the curtain. So, let's just say, for example, five realistic, efficient ways to grow your email list. Let's say I'm the email queen and all I do is email for our clients, which is not the case. We're a marketing agency. We do many things for our clients, but let's just say for the sake of this example, that's what I'm going to go with is like email list and email listing and growing your email list and, and funnels and all of that. I might do a very exclusive newsletter, let's just say, that nurtures people and teaches people like very nitty gritty ways to grow their email list and it's something I might send on a weekly basis. There's actually one girl who does this really well. Her name's Krista Walsh and she's all about web copy and all of her newsletter content. It's savable, it's binge-worthy, it's amazing and she nails this, that exclusive content, things that you may not talk about in your blog, that you may not go deep on in your podcast. That is another really great way to nurture 
like get people on your list, get them excited, get them on your list and then nurture them and become even more of a thought leader. Love that way. Okay, the fourth way is eventing. So whether it's co-branded, you're like partnering with someone for an event or you're doing it on your own, getting people together for an event, whether in person or virtual, is an amazing way to grow your email list. Some basic examples of this, let's say you want to throw a launch party for your business and you want to invite a bunch of people. They're not all going to show up, but the people that, you know, see it and sign up, they're going to get their name on your email list and then you have an opportunity to nurture them there. Let's say you're going to participate in a summit and someone invites you to or you pitch yourself to participate in a summit and you get to collect a bunch of emails or you get to contribute a freebie or you get to contribute in some way, shape or form and people download what, let's just go back to like your unique and valuable lead magnet or if they sign up for the event, whatever, you get their email. Don't limit yourself here because eventing can be super, super powerful. Don't like consider like in-person, consider virtual. Those opportunities come along. Like maybe don't take every single one, but take the ones that are very strategic and like where your ideal audience might be. Okay, the fifth and final one, sign up forms. Sign up forms everywhere. I probably should have talked about this one first. (laughs) So what I'm talking about here is uh, kind of going back to that lead magnet and how like you put it in your footer put your sign up form everywhere. If you have social media and you've got a link in bio situation, make sure you have something for someone to get on your list. You do not really have to specify right away if you're like really not nurturing people on your email list at all right now. Just have a way for someone to subscribe to your email list for when you do and kind of make that sooner rather than later. Like I would figure that out ASAP, but have a way for people to enter some form of your email list. So, for example, we have our Toastworthy newsletter that goes out on Fridays. We have our podcast newsletter. We have our services deck download, our case study download, and a couple other ways to get on our email list. But no matter what page you're on on our website, there is somewhere for you to get on that list. So, do not negate any instance (laughs) where you might be able to put a form for people to get on your list. It's very simple. If you're using a web platform like ShowIt, you can integrate Flowdesk, Klaviyo, like pretty much any major website or I'm sorry, any major email marketing platform. You can integrate the embed form right into your website. 100% recommend doing that and just getting people on your email list that way. If they're interested, they're going to want to learn more about you. Like I said, even if right now you don't know what you want to do with your email list, you can still be capturing their information it's 2023, guys. Consumers are aware that most businesses have a way to nurture them through email, and many consumers want to be nurtured that way. Like when I see someone or I hear about someone, if someone, I'm, if I'm meeting up with a colleague and she's like, "Oh, you should really check out this girl," I'm like, "Okay," and I go to her profile. I may follow her, but I follow a lot of people, and I know the algorithm is like not going to work well for me in seeing her content all the time, and I'm totally going to forget about her. So actually, what I do is I take a step further and go to that person's website and I get on their email list or I just download something because my email as a as a business, my email is one thing I check a lot because that's also where my leads come in. So I'm not the only person who thinks that way. So if that gives you any ideas, make sure you just have a very clear and easy way for someone to download something or get on your email list and anything you do with your marketing. So like I was saying, this final point actually leads me to these people wanting to stay engaged. So this is really just half the battle. The other side of growing your email list is keeping them engaged. So next week, next episode, I'm going to talk about ways to keep your email list engaged and converting once they are on it. 
Because just because someone gets on your email list or downloads a freebie does not mean they are going to convert right away. It takes time, so you need to nurture them. We're going to talk about how on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'll see you on the next one. 